Greetings and thank you for joining us today in this special edition of the Marrero Moment. Today, our guest is Trina Marsal, Chief of Operations. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me here today, Doctor. You're going to love it. Trust me. <laughs> but I'm sure the first question that everyone who's listening and watching is, what is a chief of operations? Chief of operations. It's a huge role, <laughs> I, will, I will say. So the chief of operations, I help lead the operational functions for the district. So we align with our academics, uh, creating those spaces, those learning spaces that I would say facilitate learning. Uh, so I have over 1,500 members of my team within the Office of Operations. Anywhere from, when you think about how does a student arrive at school, so we have our, our bus drivers. First person that the, the school, that that student may meet on their way to school. Uh, on that journey, you get to the school, we have that safe and welcoming environment. So our professional custodians that are in our buildings, our team of that from PDC, a planning, design, and construction that creates those spaces. Uh, many years ago, we created a guiding principles. So how does that building actually facilitate the learning? So when you arrive in that space as a student, as a staff member, as a community member, is that space safe? We want to make sure it's safe. So our safety team arriving at that building, just making sure they're helping to facilitate. Uh, are our students nourished with our our food services you know we want to make sure that there's no distractions as they're uh, in that learning space and our teachers feel supported and so those are many of the functions that uh, within the operations teams that we provide thank you for sharing that so quite frankly you you keep you keep things going we keep things going and, and, and definitely developing that strategy and that vision in alignment with the strategic roadmap. One of the things I was very excited for, about within this role is that ability when I heard the terms getting better at getting better, it, it truly motivated me. I'm a, a big thinker. I'm an innovative thinker. And so what are the ways that we can better engage, align with academics? How do we create, even from a technology aspect, that's part of our office mm -hmm. of operations. What are those tools that our students need to be able to learn, to be able to thrive within, within our facilities, within our school district? You know, we are a system. Yeah. You know, and systems align, systems connect. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we're a component. Awesome. Well, I sense the excitement, so I want to acknowledge that. But I also know that you've had quite a bit of history with uh, Team DPS. Isn't that right? I have. I have 24 years 24 with years. the district. Can you take us through a little bit of the journey and the positions you've held? I actually began with the district in a temporary position through the bond. Oh, wow. So I was only supposed to be here for four years. And so I love the district, and I guess the district loved me. <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, I transitioned from that role into the chief of uh, the chief of maintenance uh, mm -hmm. role, and in that role, I was able to develop again guiding principles, strategies, create standards. And so many of the standards that you see in the district today on how we build buildings uh, was from some of the work that I conducted. I actually taught a blueprint reading class Did you? as as well. Awesome. Yes. I transitioned from the, the chief of maintenance into the director of operations and maintenance. Right now we have two different directors over that team. I was one mm. individual leading the, uh, the <laughs> operations and maintenance teams, ensuring our buildings were well maintained, our buildings were clean, uh, healthy and safe. 
from that uh, role, I transitioned into the executive director of facility management. I also wanted to mention the first. And so as the director of, of operations and ma maintenance, I was the first black mm -hmm. female in that role. I was also the first, and I, I think within Colorado, the first black female executive director mm, within facilities. Colorado and within Denver Public Schools. Awesome. A lot of firsts. It's very exciting. And I am now currently the first chief of operations within yes, Denver Public Schools. Awesome. So thank you for explaining a little bit of the role. But I don't want to say that you have a typical day. Is that fair to say, right? I do not have a typical day. But can you explain to the audience uh, some of uh, some of those obstacles that you have to deal with, and and just just what would a day bring for the chief of operations? So many of the functions that I'm responsible for, it it may be it may be seasonal. Different things happen at different times of the year. So you're as, saying as when it's snowing, there's something that you all need to do? When it's snowing, that's something that we need to do. And as, as you're aware, we're transitioning hopefully out of the heat season. That's so right. heat mitigation, what are those strategies? How do we align around ensuring that our kids are comfortable within our learning spaces? Uh, we're preparing even before school starts, we're preparing our buildings, uh, deep cleaning, construction. There's a small window to implement our construction projects. Thanks to Denver voters, we're implementing an $800 million bond program out in our building. So we have to make sure that when students arrive that our projects are, are complete. And there's many times due to that short window that students may be walking in and we're, walk, we're walking out. Yeah. But that space is well prepared. Uh, students can feel proud that we are, they feel supported when they walk into those. Spaces. I wanna expand on that if I can. All right, because we covered that in our opener video one of the yes. several uh, welcome videos that we had your team did an incredible job and i was able to engage from uh, the bus construction tour mm -hmm. but also in terms of all the hard work that went into this summer this was an yes. intense summer as you yes. know but can you share some of the impact that your team quite frankly is responsible for that really impacts our learners our students mm -hmm. share some of those stories well, I mentioned earlier around our guiding principles uh, for design. And so as our learners walk in, into those spaces, they understand that, that one, they have the tools, they have the technology that they need to be able to, to thrive within their spaces, within their academics. When you see the smart boards uh, within, our, within our facilities, those are things that are supporting, supporting our students. We've also used our buildings as a learning tool uh, if you go out to Evie, our Evie Dennis mm -hmm. uh, campus, for example, number one, that was one of our buildings that we built like a college campus because we wanted to give our students that feel of actually being in higher ed because that's where they're going. They're going into college, they're going into higher ed. And so how do you uh, decrease that intimidation as you transition from K-12 into higher learning? You can also use the building, there's kiosk in this building. Yeah. You can learn about, as you know, we have the, the ENDS policy mm -hmm. around sustainability. There's functionality right. within that building that facilitates learning around energy consumption. You know, how do you contribute? How do you bring some of these uh, learnings from your lessons home 
You know, you can learn about renewable energy, climate action. Uh, my team, many of my team members help contribute uh, to that space. We're definitely leading the charge across the nation, so I want to commend you and the entire team. Thank you. And I'm sensing, as I mentioned, a lot of excitement yes. on your role, but also enjoyment. Can I ask, what do you enjoy most about working for uh, Team DPS? Yeah. I want to give you, go back and give you just a little bit of history. So I'm, I'm from Tennessee and my, my father was 25 years older than my mother. And he came from an era back in, actually he was born in 1915. My dad came from an era where he did not have opportunity. He had to actually quit school in the eighth grade, his an eighth grade education in order to work, in order to support, to support his family. And when I see some of our most marginalized students, our students of, of need, it's exciting for me to be able, my dad had eight children and we all have either master's degrees, I have a sister that was a principal within Denver Public Schools. Mm -hmm. And to be able to contribute to a district of learners that some may be in positions like my dad because they have these challenges at home that we really don't think about you know and so how can you inspire them how can i inspire you know young women you know a, a, a young black women um all women to be able to step up into roles that they may have never had opportunity yeah. or family backgrounds where they may not have had opportunity. They may be the first, but I, I, I enjoy being an inspiration for women. I enjoy being able to create. You know, I mentioned I'm very innovative. I tell my team, if, <laughs> if we look the same as we, as we looked three, four, five years ago, then we need to rethink yeah. we need to think why why we here because we're in a whole different generation of learners of students and to continue to help them thrive and to be prepared for the world yeah, that's that that's what inspires me every day well, thank you for sharing that you're right we need to continue to evolve and getting better at getting better exactly. you know let's uh, point at our successes but see how we can improve on on our shortcomings, but also build on the successes. And I'm sure that your entire family is uh, incredibly supportive and excited and, and thrilled that you're in this capacity. I know that I am. Yes, thank you. So thank you for joining my team. Thank you for joining, more importantly, this Marrero moment. Thank so you. thank you very much. It was my, it's my first time. <laughs> it's <laughs> not you. bad, right? You get thank to share you. your story and inspire others. I'm incredibly thrilled that you're part of our team. I've learned in this, uh, in this session of the Marrero moment that there are a lot of firsts so I'm thrilled that we have our first uh, African-American woman and, and everything that we can do, even in education, to really break these glass ceilings. We'll continue to do so here at Team DPS. I want to thank everyone for tuning in for this uh, segment of the Marrero Moment, and I'll see you next time.